everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is the show where we talk about the show Heartland and we're looking at past episodes. We are in season eight, episodes seven, eight, and nine. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Micah is here today. Hey everyone. Yeah, how are you doing? Um, doing pretty good. Um, school's been good. It's been a busy season, but I'm excited to talk oh. about Heartland now. Yeah, great. We really appreciate it. And Michelle is on vacation this weekend and Amy has some family stuff come up. So uh, we're, I'm very grateful for you uh, filling in this weekend. Uh, but yeah, let's dive in and talk about the first of our episodes. It's episode seven. It's called Walk a Mile. The little summary is Amy struggles to help a Hutterite family whose team of Percherones ran amok during a hayride. Uh, so this the the Percherones are kind of similar to like a Clydesdale, like a big big horse uh, is what I what I gather. And uh, and then there's the Hutterites. Uh, I had never heard of a Hutterite before this episode, so that was kind of interesting to learn about them. They are similar, almost seem like more similar to like Mennonite, and then a than the Amish. They wear the traditional clothing, things like that, but they're more modern as far as their uh, transportation and some of the other stuff that they are they will do uh so overall what did you think about this episode overall yeah i think it was a good episode it had good moments i thought it was kind of nuts and bolts like there's a lot of things going on it seemed a little bit filler at mm-hmm. times but i think because i don't know um i yeah again like i like certain things like i like the jack and lisa thing and i like the tim and casey thing but it felt like they packed a lot into it, but it ended up working for me. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's correct. Like it's not one you're going to remember as being a favorite, but there wasn't anything like really bad about it. It was perfectly pleasant during episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I did like about this episode is they had this beautiful choral music throughout uh, for the, um, I guess the, the Hutterite uh it has this this kind of choral music and I thought that really was beautiful it added something to the to the show yeah I mean because it started the episode started off and it was like a whole different world it was mm-hmm. I like I like the music but um yeah it was like kind of like weird as like are we watching like the wrong show or something yeah yeah I agree <laughs> and there's uh there's a young girl uh, named Hannah uh, who is one of the Hutterites, and she gets to know Georgie. At first, she's real uh, closed off and uh, doesn't really want to talk to anybody, but she's very limited if, with what she can do by her uh, by her father and her brother. Her brother, Paul, uh, is pretty angry and pretty upset, and uh, basically, like, his his father is kind of making him ride the horses even though he doesn't like horses and he wants to be a mechanic and Hannah gets kind of mixed up in that because she actually wants to work with the horses but uh, she she doesn't want to spill her brother's secret of not wanting to work with the horses yeah it was a very interesting dynamic because I feel like Mm -hmm. we've probably seen something like this before but seeing like I don't know, like, I feel like in Heartland, there's like thing, 
like sometimes it's like the the writer's the problem you know sometimes mm-hmm. it's the, that's the problem and in this case it was more of like a, the writer isn't interested in this it's kind of like expectation by parent which i think we've seen before but i did like the dynamic yeah because it not only affected paul but it also affected hannah it's just that he had his kind of expectations on the wrong child <laughs> the one that actually liked the horses and yeah. by the end it gets all kind of figured out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so that was interesting and then we have tim finding out about ty and amy uh taking a break and i'm not sure how he didn't know i feel like that would just spread like wildfire and he would find out by this point at least that they're on a break yeah, you would think so, but they wanted to like make this like a, a shocking moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we have Ty uh, working with Scott, and they're operating on a cat, uh, and he can't find the swallowed item, and he says, "I'm ninety nine percent sure." And then they find the item is a penny, uh, but Scott's really kind of testing Ty in this episode. And he says, sometimes things don't go as planned during surgery. Sometimes you need to take a breath. Uh, but he's pushing Ty really hard. He's making him work overnight, you know, these really long shifts. And uh, what did you think of Scott in this episode? I mean, I remember watching it with my, with my mom. Like, we watched all these episodes. And I do think, yeah, Scott, like, kind of, like, gave Ty the wrong impression because poor Ty was like trying to operate on this um or cat or whatever it was and you know it's it's tough because like I mean sure maybe he's like done this type of thing it's like still pretty stressful and have Scott kind of like testing him I mean especially like during I think he said like especially like during surgery like that's that's tough but I do feel like um Scott it, I feel like they really struggled to find a place for him to fall in, like uh-huh. as a character. Like I feel like we're in the eighth season now, and we're like Scott really hasn't had like development at all. Like he just like pops in like a few episodes every season, so it's really tough to like know like where he's at. I mean, I still feel like if they kept him with Lou, it would have been like very interesting, better direct. But I don't know. I mean, he was just. I understand like you know like he wanted to make sure Ty was all with it because he did like leave like the clinic and go to the reserve and now that he's back I think he wanted to make sure you know Ty still had what it takes to be the vet in him if that makes sense. Um, Yeah I mean I can understand him wanting to push Ty and certainly we need that from our leaders and mentors and stuff to be pushed out of our comfort zone but also at a certain point you have to be concerned about his reliability if he's not getting any sleep you know like is a somebody that's providing any kind of medical care in this case to animals like you do need the sleep so at a certain point I was kind of like um this probably isn't the best thing for your practice (laughs) (laughs) you know and uh, so Tim talks to Ty and he he says a, a break and breaking up is is that the same thing? Is it? Um, I mean, what do you think about the whole them taking a break versus like breaking up? It seems like they did like break up as far as, I mean, they weren't even talking to each other. So you can't really say that it's just a break. 
Yeah, I feel like, I mean, they dragged out Amy and Ty so long as mm-hmm. like, or like they, like before ma- like the wedding, like they would really drag them out so long. I do feel like this whole break versus breakups kind of like, I don't know. I know they neither of them want to like make it like totally official because obviously like it's like the main couple of the show. Like they obviously still like love each other, but I feel like I don't know. There's a point where like it kind of gets like annoying, like that, like and like Tim, like pretty much like that. They've all been like Ty and Amy have been trying to like avoid each other, and then like Tim's like kind of like puts things like in perspective and says like you know they're they're kind of the same thing like you need to like accept one way or another and like deal with things you know yeah and he says that uh, you get used to living with regrets and so he doesn't want Ty to make the same mistakes that he made and I I just feel like it's it just feels like this is Ross and Rachel all over again because this whole thing are they on a break are they not on a break and I I think that it's one of my favorite choices for characters. Like just, I don't know. I just wish they had come up with different conflict besides them like breaking up. It just doesn't feel authentic to their characters. And you know, it's not going to last obviously because they are this the focus of the whole show. So I don't know. It's just kind of frustrating. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And so you have uh, Hannah, she wants to spend time with the horses and uh, Georgie sees her there and she rushes away. Um, then they talk talk later on and she says, your secret's safe with me. So she allows Hannah to come, you know, spend time with the horses. And uh, she gets starts to get upset because her brother wants to sell the horses uh, because he doesn't want to be around them, doesn't like them. And so she's upset and she wants to, she wants to try to convince her father to not sell the horses. Yeah. Um, uh, you also have in this episode, you have Jack, we found out he's not wearing a wedding ring and, uh, and he wants Lisa to change her name since they're married. Uh, but she basically says like, you made a choice and I respect that. And, and uh, I made a choice to not change my name, which makes sense because they're, you know, they're older and they're not, they don't need to do things sort of the traditional way. And their marriage certainly isn't traditional with them separated a lot of the time and everything. So it makes sense, but I can see why somebody traditional like Jack that would want them to have the same names. Yeah, I I would agree. So I'm trying to think how old are like Jack and Lisa supposed to be? Like what age difference? I don't know what exactly the age difference is, uh, what the character is supposed to be. Um, But I get the impression that there's like more than 10 years difference between them. Yeah, because I feel like at this point in the show, Jack is at least 70, I would assume. Maybe Mm. he's in the late 60s, but Mm -hmm. Lisa's probably i mean early to mid 50s i think at this point maybe even younger than that so yeah there's Mm -hmm. definitely a a gap and like and you know i think it would make sense because it is the traditional way obviously and you know they've also like waited like so long so there's probably like certain like ideals that like would take place but i still thought it was like a a cute storyline i mean yeah 
probably my favorite couple. I would agree with uh, Michelle. Um, mm -hmm. I like them together. Me too. And so then you also have this conversation between Tim and Lou about Casey, and she wants him to take Casey more seriously. She likes Casey, and she says, I want you to have a person. I want you to have someone in your life. And he's kind of like, oh, it's just for fun, kind of a thing, which I don't know. I always struggle with a little bit when you have older characters who have that idea. It's like fine for when you're in twenties, but once you're, you know, in your forties and you know, even late thirties, like it's time to, to get things done. Like, I don't know. I have little patience for that. Yeah. I, I like, I like Casey. She's probably, mm -hmm. I mean, looking at like the show, like as a whole, I feel like Casey's probably the best. I mean, she's definitely lasts longer than uh, Miranda and Janice. So that's a mm -hmm. good thing for you, for you guys. Oh, yeah. And he says, Casey doesn't make me happy. And Lou says, you're falling in love with her. And that terrifies you. Mm -hmm. So, and Tim says, if you can see, if you can't see your future with that, with somebody uh, you'll fight what for what's if you can see your future with somebody you'll fight for what's important and and then he says you know promise he says to Ty you know promise me that you'll fight for, for fight for it um, and in the meantime Casey actually breaks up with Tim and <laughs> he's, he's kind of frustrated by that uh, we also have uh, Jack uh, having uh, Paul help him with the tractor and that helps uh, them to see that that's what he, you know, his passion is. And so he ends up, he ends up getting to work uh, in the, in the village and how to write uh, repair shop. And uh, so everything works out and Hannah uh, cries for being separated the, the, the horses and uh, Paul says, I'm not good with horses, not the way Hannah is. And then you see Hannah driving the horses. So that was very cute. Yeah, it was like a, it was a good one episode thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something different. Uh, we also uh, get Tim and Lisa talking and he says, you didn't change your name for Dan. But part of me thought you'd change it for me. And, uh, and so, and he said, we don't need to put on rings or change names to bind ourselves together. That was very sweet. Yeah, very, very sweet. Mm -hmm. So then we have Georgie and Hannah riding the wagon together and uh, Ty calls Amy. And then at the end of the episode, Amy appears on the horse. And that was a pretty good moment, I thought. You know, because yeah. he's trying to call her and then all of a sudden she appears up on the distance on the horse. Yeah, I thought it was a good moment. I think at this time, like if we were viewers, like watching the show when it airs, like people will probably be freaking out that they're even on screen together. Um, yeah. Just because this time, I'm sure a lot of fans were like upset for like these couple of uh, months where they weren't like together. So I feel like, you know, I feel like it was a good moment though. I feel like it shows like almost like a, a slow burn in a way, like of trying to like rebuild this thing and how they're still able to like talk with each other which shows that like it's not like you know the whole break versus breakup thing you can tell like it's starting to like repair even though you know it, uh, you can see like amy crying at the end so it's like it's a tough situation 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a well done scene though. And uh, so what would you give this episode one to 10? Um, I'll give it an eight. I liked it overall. I think I'd give it a seven. I think it was one seven. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Best-selling author Melody Carlson has enchanted readers with her uplifting Christmas tales for decades. Now she invites fans to journey overseas to the beautiful French Alps in the delightfully romantic Christmas novella about family, love, and a hidden treasure in A Christmas in the Alps. Pick up Christmas in the Alps wherever you purchase your books or use our affiliate link in the description below. For more information on Melody Carlson, please visit her website, hpsmelodycarlson.com. That's melodycarlson.com. All right. So then we have The Family Tree is episode eight. Georgie's school project puts her into contact with her only living relative, which could alter her life at Heartland. Amy is recruited by Caleb to train a bulldoggy horse he wants to sell to Casey. Ty breaks the news to Caleb that he wants out of their business partnership. So overall, what do you think of this episode? Yeah, I think um, there was a lot of, I think this was a well done episode. I feel like I thought the um, the crystal storyline, I remember watching it the first time. I thought it was kind of like weird, but after watching it again, I, I liked it better because I realized like the importance of it. And I also feel like, you know, it was nice seeing Lou and Peter kind of on the same side, you know, with this. That was nice. Um, mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah, that- I just found Crystal so irritating. I really did not like her. And I know that's by design. That's how she's supposed to be. And then that will be the end of the next episode that that, uh, that does play a role going forward. But, oh, my gosh, she was just very annoying to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I struggled a little bit with this episode. It was it was not my favorite. But uh, they they start out with Georgie doing this uh, project on her family tree. She does include her birth family, but it's only her parents and her brother. Uh, and uh, so Lou, in the adoption information, got information about this aunt named Crystal. And so they decide to have her come. She comes to visit. And she is just the worst. I really disliked her so much. I mean, she literally like invited herself. So that's like a warning from the beginning. She's so critical and so like, so rude. And I mean, just the things that like don't matter at all. Like the whole thing with the getting the clothes, like that was just, first of all, I, I think like her criticizing George's clothes when she like lives on a ranch. I mean, come on, like she going to wear those kind of clothes while like taking care of the animals. I mean, it's ridiculous. And, and then when she gets the makeover, that was frustrating too, because Lou, I just thought, what on earth is her response? I thought that was just such a strange response to like a fairly, like normal dressing up like it wasn't it wasn't like she was wearing some skimpy dress or something you know like it wasn't it was I thought fine I didn't quite understand why Lou was so rude about it and then it makes Georgie cry the whole thing I was just not understanding it yeah this part was definitely like a mess in a sense because 
I mean, you think about it, like Amy wears pretty much the same clothes that Georgie wears and everyone's fine with it, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, I don't understand, like, I mean, it doesn't make, it really doesn't matter. I mean, when Amy was Georgie's age, like she was wearing these type of clothes, like it doesn't matter. Like it makes sense. I mean, Jack yeah. wears the same type of clothes too. It's, it's weird. Like, what are you going to wear when you're working at a ranch, you know, yeah. like you're going to wear some like fancy dress <laughs> that doesn't make any sense so that was frustrating and and then crystal just continued to be the worst throughout so critical uh critical of lou critical of georgie and making georgie do the trick writing and then claiming oh i had nothing to do with it and it's like do you want your i don't understand like she wants her to get hurt so then she can have georgie but why she didn't even make any effort to find her why does she even want her it 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 was bizarre like if you really love your niece wouldn't you want her to not do something dangerous and she's telling you that she's not supposed to do it alone um i don't know it was it was crazy uh but you also have tim kind of flirting with casey and he says i miss you enough enough for the both of us and then casey says okay i guess now get out of here before i change my mind <laughs> yeah. that was cute mm-hmm. this episode is actually directed by chris potter oh cool yeah uh so we also have caleb working on a calf roping they have this bulldogging horse that they want to get that then they can uh, first tim wants to buy the horse for himself he has dreams of like going back and riding the bulldogging uh, circuit yeah but he gets on that horse uh, trying to show off and uh ends up getting hurt uh, but uh caleb ends up getting kicked off as well and uh and he ends up buying the bulldog kate tim ends up buying the bulldogging horse but uh, once he gets kind of kicked off, he realizes that he's too old. <laughs> he's trying to show off, but he can't do it anymore. And we also have Crystal being very rude about the dude ranch and the way Lou's managing her business because she runs uh, hotels. That's what she does. And she's just very, very, very critical. You also learn more about Ty in this episode. He's late coming in for Scott because he's working with Caleb. And uh, Ty says, I want to be a vet, married to the woman I love. Uh, I have a truck and a great dog. (laughs) That's his life. (laughs) So uh, that's his long-term goals. Uh, We also find out that Jesse is Cassandra's boyfriend in this episode. So she she can pick him. Yeah, I don't know. That was like the whole like bar scene. I'm sure we'll talk about that, but that that was like a mess too. Yeah, Georgie ends up breaking her breaking her arm doing the trick riding, and you get this fight between Lou and Crystal. They kick her out, and he says, "You have no legal right to keep me away from Georgie." And it's like, yes, they do. They're legal parents. They have the right. Yeah, like there's like official paperwork that like they adopt her. Yeah. So (laughs) 
but you have Cassandra and Caleb kind of flirting at the bar, but she has a boyfriend. And then Jesse finds out and he wants in on the deal with Caleb. And uh, Ty tries to stop Caleb from making the deal. And then Jesse punches Ty and you get this like slow motion fight. <laughs> it was, it was funny. I was a little over the top. Yeah, they don't do these type of things like on Heartland. So when like they do happen, I think it's, it, it's, it's pretty, and it's pretty intense just because it's not that type of show. But I thought, um, I guess Ty punching well, I thought Jesse punching Ty, I guess that was kind of supposed to be in a way like because of the very first episode of the series, like Ty punched Jesse, like when he was dating Amy. So maybe they were trying to parallel that. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was. Yeah, it did feel kind of out of place because usually Heartland's a pretty squeaky clean show. So to have this this barroom brawl, <laughs> a little out of character. Uh, then they call Amy uh, to drive them home because they're all too drunk to drive. And she's like, what on earth? That's good. That's good. Uh, we also, so Tim confesses that he can't ride the horse. And he says, I'm not killing myself to impress you. And so then they end up uh, selling the horse. And uh, then we also see at the end, we have Georgie with her family tree. And uh, it's got uh, the pictures from the album that Crystal left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I liked it at, in the only, in the one regard that like Lou and Peter like finally were on the same side and like were being like good. Yeah. Parents, so, like I, I like that part of it. Um, That's true. Because the next episode they're like arguing again. So it was nice just to get like, mm-hmm. I, it, it was just nice to get them on the same side. But everything else about the storyline was just kind of a mess. Although um, Alicia knew in all, like when she, like when Georgia broke her arm, I thought she did a great job in that uh, scene, like showing the pain. Yeah, she's a good, she's a good little actress. She's very talented. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give this a 6.5 for me. Yeah. It's my least favorite a, of three. Yeah, I'll give it a seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. All right, so then our last episode is called The Pike River Cull, and this is news of a cull since Jack and Amy to Pike River to help out Will Vernon. Tim sees this as an opportunity to get Ty and Amy working together again, so he tricks Ty in coming with him. Lou and Peter's marriage becomes strained when Lou finds out Peter's flight home wasn't canceled and he almost misses their family staycation. Overall, what do you think of this episode? I mean, I really like the Pike River like storyline in the Christmas special. So like it coming back, I liked it. I, I think I, I didn't like it as, of course, like as good as like the first time in the special, but it was nice seeing like some characters back that I thought were like kind of like nice, you know, nice just to see return. The Lou and Peter stuff is kind of like annoying as always, but yeah, I liked it mm-hmm. overall. So the whole idea of culling is, is the definition is the term signified inferior or worthless animals. Brumby shooting was the name given to the culling of animals. So the culling of wild horses that were regarded as pests. So basically the 
town council can approve culling, which means that you have the right to kill these forces that they are deeming as pests. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, I mean, they, I don't really understand with all that land why it's a problem, but not only does the the mean man want the uh, want the horses gone, the neighbor, but also the other some of the other other townsmen, they also agree and say that these are pests and they're eating all the land and taking the resources and I don't know. It just seems like isn't there enough for mm -hmm. everything? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to me, but I guess it's a thing that happens all the time it's this this culling thing um and uh so i don't know if they're if they it just they become kind of overrun there's just too many wild horses or what is the problem yeah i'm not sure mm -hmm. so will's daughter joanna who had like a brief flirtation with tim uh, during the christmas movie um, uh, she wants to sell the house. She wants to get married and she wants her father to come with her, but he is refusing. She says, the only way I'm leaving my farm is in a box. So then we have Jack and Amy coming up, trying to help. And uh, they stop the coal in the horse because obviously that's horrible. From Amy's perspective, because she loves horses so much, mm -hmm. and, and Tim is scheming because the last time that Ty and Amy were in in uh, this area, then they got engaged. So he's trying to kind of recreate that. You, he gets Ty to come along, and uh, he's you know just trying to play busybody matchmaker. And I'd say that he was pretty charming in this episode he's at his best behavior when you know, when you're talking about tim yeah i think these three episodes were pretty good tim episodes overall yeah and uh, he says to to joanna life gets in the way <laughs> but she's selling the cafe and uh, basically they're trying to get uh, their families to they're both kind of being matchmakers in their own way. She's trying to convince her dad. He's trying to convince, you know, Ty and Amy to get together. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we have uh, Lou and Peter. They're doing the staycation. And Lou tells Amy, nothing happens unless you make it happen. So because Amy wants to be with Ty, but Ty thinks that he's like holding Amy back. That's the main barrier here. Like, I don't understand why they're just not together. Yeah, like, I feel like they really should be married right now. Like, when you think about like from mm -hmm. a, like, they probably like, I mean, they got engaged in season six and they're still like, I don't know. It's like so weird how it's like, they really like drag it out. Yeah, because supposedly he wasn't with her because she she he wanted the break because he had changed. But then all of a sudden the story changes that he wants a break because he's he's hurting her in some way. He's keeping her from her dreams. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. None of those things make sense though. 
Yeah. So the the other guy at the uh, at the cafe, he says there's overgrazing and not enough predators to pull them out. And he says, what if it was wild boars? You have a double standard. And I think there's some truth to that, that there are just certain animals that we are more attached to than other animals. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. And so then Georgie wants to sleep in the um, TP tent out there. And so at first she's, she tries to be brave. And then she gets kind of spooked and Peter ends up staying out there with her, which is really cute. And they have such a cute relationship, Peter and, and Georgie, I think. Yeah. Peter's really like at his best, like when he's with in these scenes with Georgie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you have Lou getting upset because she finds out that uh, when he had said Peter had said his flight was delayed that it was actually not delayed that uh, he pushed it back because he wanted one day to recover to recuperate in between the business trip and then coming home and what do you think about this are you on side Lou or side Peter yeah this is such this is like complicated I mean I understand Lou being upset because you know Peter like lied um mm-hmm. and I understand Peter being upset because Lou's just kind of like overreacting like as like usual typically however I don't know I, I feel like um Peter like you know maybe if if he told the truth things would like obviously like, be easier but like, I don't know I feel like they ended off like in such a weird place like I really don't know whose side I'm on I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I can understand both perspectives because Lou obviously doesn't want to be lied to by her spouse and and Peter says I feel like I'm outside this family looking in and Lou says you've done that to yourself which is true you know but then on his side like he's trying to support the family but it's hard to believe that there isn't some other job that he could take that wouldn't require him being gone from his family so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I can understand why he would want that 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 night of recuper- recuperation, but he should have just owned up to it, owned it, and said, you know, this is what I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that that would be better. He says he needed one night to decompress. And he, and, but then he gets upset because he finds out that, that Lou has been talking bad about him to Georgie. And I can understand that as well too, which is something you should never, you should never burden your children with your conflict as a couple like that. They're not equipped to kind of deal with that and they should not be put in the middle that's for sure yeah definitely not what do you think of the whole amy being kind of the horse whisperer like supreme like nobody will nobody will respond with these well with these horses and then she goes out there and then the music was all like oh <laughs> miracle woman and, yeah. then she, and then everybody's kind of watching along like oh wow this is magic 
Yeah, I mean, it is pretty, like, I mean, obviously, like, all the way back from, like, you know, season three when she became the Miracle Girl, um, everyone, like, is always, like, shocked at what she does. I thought this episode specifically, I thought it worked good, too. Although, I really, like, I feel like recently we have seen her struggle more when it comes to that aspect. Like, when it comes to being, like, the Miracle Girl. But with the whole Ahmed thing, but now, I mean, I like how she's starting to get back to that, you know? Yeah, definitely. And uh, she is just so like, beautiful and uh, at her sort of most pristine, you know, there with the horses and everything like that. And of course, Ty is taken with that. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, then you have the neighbor setting up this whole like horse trap kind of thing. Uh, and this is before I think everything had even been approved. And uh, so they see it, they're hiding. And uh, then they, they go and kind of confront him. And he's like, who are you? Why are you here? And uh, you also have this whole scene between Will and Jack and Will gets kind of frustrated, like, well, why did they get you to butt in with our business? Uh, but, you know, Jack's just the best as usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, I don't know, I, I like, because um, Will does, like, does, like, pop up more times in the show. I like uh-huh. how we get, like, these, like, scenes with them. I really like them. And that, like, Jack is very much, like, like, the therapist, Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and he says uh, he's talking about uh, him and lisa he says it was me that couldn't cope it makes you look in the mirror and see what you want and he says we are independent she travels and i don't <laughs> <laughs> so i guess that's how they they have compromised as far as on france mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also get a scene with peter and georgie peter wants uh, to take Georgie out on the canoe and she's in Lucy's well she's got a broken arm she probably can't do that which is a valid point <laughs> yeah that is valid like you can't get the cast wet yeah and then uh Peter, Peter and her are fishing so that that was cute that was cute seeing how excited Georgie got mm-hmm. and then we have Tim to Casey. Uh, I liked that when Tim says, it's the phone is breaking up, not us. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And then you have Ty kind of scaring off the, the horses. And then... Amy says she learned how to deal with opinionated people on her tour. And then they, the, the bad people come for the horses and they try to rescue the horses and Matt comes out with a gun. So that was all pretty, pretty tense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could tell like this was like a, a mid-season finale with that mm-hmm. ending. Yeah. And then you have uh, Amy and Ty kissing. 
and then they're arrested. <laughs> that was very exciting. Yeah, I'm sure like, because there probably was like a month in between this, I'm sure like the fans are glad that they got like the kiss and then there was like a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so then child protection comes in for Lou and Peter because uh, there was a complaint obviously by Crystal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like right before Peter's like, we got to like, do something like about like us so and then they just get interrupted so obviously it throws like another wrench into things mm -hmm. yeah uh so we'll see what happens with that uh so this is a pretty good episode i think would you agree yeah yeah i liked it i would probably give it i'll probably give it an eight yeah i agree i'd also give this one an eight and so let us know if you're listening what you think of these three episodes uh, we would love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. And Mike, I think see you so much again for filling in for us. We really appreciate it. And how can people find you and your, your channel? Yes. Yeah, so my channel is Wimpy Studio on YouTube. Um, I just do random uh, reviews over different stuff in theaters and TV shows. And then you can follow me on um, Instagram at uh, D-A-Z-E-T Micah and um yeah, and Twitter that as well. Great. We'll have all that in the description. Make sure y'all check it out. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. And then also make sure you're following the podcast, the Home Movies Pod and the Home Movies Podcast, all the social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really, really need that, especially coming into the holiday season. We need those positive reviews. Uh, it, would, it would help people to find the podcast. So thank you so much for taking time to do that. And then we also, if you are listening on YouTube, if you can give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel, we appreciate that so much. We also have our Patreon group, which is so important to us and helps us to be able to continue to do what we're doing. And we have our patron watch alongs, which are really fun. And, uh, and then we have our merch store, which has some Heartland inspired merch. So make sure to check that out. And uh, thanks again, Micah. I really appreciate it. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye, everyone. See ya.